that's a great ball. Twelve, can he pick out the pass? Yes, they've got space. It's over. And this time he does it! You can't keep a good man down for too long! It's a goal! Pakistan on level! It's three! Three! What a game! Welcome to Hockey the Podcast. This edition sees us go all the way to Potterstrom to the Northwest University where the SA hockey men are under action at the FIH Hockey Nations Cup, taking on the likes of Ireland, Pakistan, France, Canada, Malaysia, Japan and Korea. The winner of the tournament qualifying for the FIH Hockey Pro League, but ultimately looking to show that they are the top team in the next tier down from the elite in world hockey. We had the opportunity to chat with interim head coach Cheslin Gee, as well as striker Brad Sherwood, midfielder Simkelo Mvimbi, the man who got his 50th cap at the tournament, Tevin Cock. It's a delightful listen. Give it a, a listen as we dive in at Northwest University. Uh, welcome back to Hockey the Podcast. We're now chatting with SA Hockey Men's head coach, interim head coach Cheslin Gee, who, Chesla, uh, firstly, I mean, congratulations on the appointment. I, I know you won't necessarily be elated about the circumstances around it, but it's still an honour all the same. Yes, it's uh, always an honour to uh, represent the, the country. And, um, yeah, just happy to be involved with the team, uh, been with the team for the last four years, so some good continuation. I mean, Chish, you were also involved uh, a bit in the days of Fabian Gregory. Uh, I mean, how much of that time with Fabian, with Gareth, uh, with Mark, to a lesser degree... Uh, how important are those in, in the foundations of, of your approach? I, I think uh, th those were the most important days because I learned so much from all the head coaches that I was working with. And um, in fact, most of these youngsters or the guys that we see here now was uh, blooded when Fabian was uh, the head coach back in the day. Yeah, you, you speak about the youngsters. It, it is a team with a good mix of youth and experience. Obviously, when I say experience, only Jethro with a lot of caps to his name, uh, Keenan uh, very close, but it's quite a nice blend you've been able to put together and uh, under the circumstances that a really exciting team that have come together. Yes, um, and that's the best part about it. I, th I think uh, there's some guys, uh, I think um, uh, Devin Cock just got his 50th cap uh, yesterday, so it shows that um, quite a few youngsters and with... Uh, uh, well, a, a good mix of some experienced players. Not everybody is close to 50, but most of them has played uh, over 35 test matches, and I think that bodes well for the squad. Is, uh, one of the things that happened in this year is we got to take part in the FIH Hockey Pro League. Obviously, it was a last-minute invitation. It was uh, very uncertain whether we would, earned, uh, would or wouldn't be playing, and eventually, all of a sudden, we were playing in eight matches here at home in uh, Potterstrom. We struggled to get a consistent team together. There was a lot of challenges. But overall, looking back now, we're starting to see the fruits of that, uh, that expedition uh, starting to, to pay. Now, wh what was the Pro League experience like? 
the pro league uh, was eye-opening i think we realized the, the level of hockey that we play, need to play at and the consistency needed to play at that level and it bodes well for the for the team now i think the team is much stronger we know how to handle sit, uh, certain situations better in matches so it was invaluable experience playing against the top nations in the world yeah, and you say playing the top nations, obviously it, it was quite harrowing, uh, 16 defeats or 15 defeats and a draw. Uh, a lot of the time getting close, Argentina very close, uh, France here yeah, very close, India very close, Germany very close, uh, even Spain overseas were close games. You know, how, how important was it to go through those experiences of the narrow defeats uh, in order to, to be able to carry it forward like we did yesterday against France? I think it's very important because you learn a lot more when you lose a test match. I think we have a lot more in-depth analysis and scrutinization after losing a game. And uh, we've always spoken about how to close out matches. We've always struggled with that and I think it's something we struggled with in the Pro League. And yesterday was most probably a, a, a turning point for us where we could close out the game. It was, it was a tight match and normally in those tight matches we either draw like we did in, in Argentina and it went to a shootout. And last night was was a, was a big turnaround for us. Obviously, we're playing here at the Northwest University. It's great facilities uh, in terms of the actual facilities when you get down there. And you were also able to have a, a training camp the week before. Uh, the guys have all said to me it was uh, one of the more intense training camps that they've had. Um, yeah, I mean, anything about the, the venue and the facilities here? Yeah? Well, it's, it's, a great, it's a great venue for hockey. I mean, two Astros right next to each other, very similar quality. Can't complain about, about everything that's been put on board and uh, Northwest University and their staff has gone out of their way to assist us in helping prepare for this. But yeah, um, one week training camp, we try to squeeze as much in as possible. We had eight training sessions and we can see the results of that. I think we still have a long way to go in, in terms of getting uh, prepped, but yeah. The World Cup is obviously the next on the agenda. Obviously, you, you're not getting too far ahead of yourself. We still got uh, Ireland, uh, which that game probably would have happened by the time this goes out. But uh, Ireland have got the, the, the semi-finals, finals. But just after December break, which is a time when most of us are uh, putting our feet up and uh, relaxing, the, the boys don't get that chance, really. They can't uh, turn off too much because uh, there's a small case of a World Cup and another meeting with France. Uh, in India, yes. Um, so the players will, will won't have much time to rest. In fact, they, they will have a program that they will have to follow to ensure um, that they're ready for the World Cup. So not too much Christmas pudding, uh, I would suggest to them. And yes, looking forward to to playing France again. Uh, I think uh, in the Pro League we came close, uh, winning France, and same with with Argentina. They both in our pool again. So um, I, I think those are definitely two matches we would target to get uh, results from now. This tournament itself uh, has been interesting. I mean, we've had the teams ranked from 10th to uh, 17th at the start of the tournament. Obviously, rankings are now live. But it's been really great to see this band of teams play against each other because there's not much to choose between them. Yeah, correct. Uh, I think the teams are very close. Um, and from the results, uh, one could see as well that uh, it's, 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 not a, it's not an easy tournament to come to. And because we are so close... Uh, in, in this uh, uh, pool of, of rankings within the world. So it's important uh, that when you get your opportunities, you need to take them because on any given day, anybody can, can win each other here. Yeah. And, and looking at the teams that are here, eight teams that are here, 
which team has impressed you the most other than South Africa? Definitely Ireland. I think they, they play a very organised uh, and structured uh, uh, game of hockey. And as well as um, uh, Japan, I think their speed is, is something something to behold. And I think even yesterday, they Mosabi dominated the first quarter and then conceded just before the end of it. And it just shows after that, uh, the game got away from them. So, yeah. Yeah, I was on commentary there. I really thought Japan were unlucky not to be two or three up uh, at the first break. Uh, snatched at a few chances. As you say, that's that's how close it is at this level, at this, uh, the range is, you know, it's quite often a moment of magic. And, you know, with the top scoring team so far in the tournament, that must be something that makes you pretty proud. Yes, we're very happy with that. And, and the fact that we've scored some field goals is, is important to us. And if we can get our short corner battery to work in the next couple of games, I think it's going to be interesting uh, to see how teams will handle us. And uh, there are a number of our players overseas or from the Commonwealth Games that aren't available for this game. Um, but of course, uh, for this series, um, but the youngsters who have come in, the youngsters who may not have been in the squad, and, and I'm not asking you to name any names, but you must be impressed with how they've put their hands up. And maybe, just maybe, one or two of them have put their foot on a plane to India. Yes, I'm, I've been very impressed with the youngsters that's come on board um, and some of the guys have got a late call-up and uh, definitely I think uh, they stand a good chance. Uh, we had a meeting with, with the selectors in fact this morning and uh, some interesting conversations was being had. I think all those listening would have been like, oh, give us a scoop, give us a scoop, please don't. I don't want you to get in, please don't get fired in your first week in charge. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it's, it's a currently a short-term appointments and I know you probably haven't reflected too much on it but depending how things go at the World Cup is it something you'd be uh, willing to put your name forward and, and stand post World Cup? I would definitely throw my name in that I think it's uh, it's important that you always strive as a coach to to be better and become better and um, f for that reason I would definitely throw my, my name in that. And then of course you've also got uh, the kids back at home Nelson Mandela University that area they're looking up to you they're looking and saying Listen, uh, coach, if you can make it, we can make it. Uh, you know, does that ever hit home that there is an inspirational story for, for players, coaches in your own region of the country as well? Yeah, I, th I think uh, EP Hockey is probably a sleeping giant. We've, we've got some really good players and we export our players really well. If you look at some of the players at the universities around the country, most of them uh, originate from the Eastern Cape. Um, so... If I can make it, I guess everybody else can as well. And with a lot of hard work and dedication and time and effort put in, we, I'm sure that uh, they can make it as well. Awesome. Cheers. Thanks very much for joining Hockey the Podcast. Good luck for the remainder of the tournaments and, more importantly, good luck for the World Cup as well. Thanks, Jabu. Appreciate that. Perfect. Cheers. Now chatting with Sam Kello. Yeah. Uh, Sam, welcome to, to Hockey the Podcast. Uh, Welcome back home to South Africa. Obviously, you now spend your time gallivanting around the field in uh, in Paris. All right. Enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, thanks for having <laughs> me, Tyrone. Um, yeah, I think Paris is quite nice um, as a city. Uh, I think I've, I've enjoyed my time there. Um, I, I think I am looking to go back. Um, the club I'm at is looking after me really well as well. Um, so it's uh, like, I'm like I'm looking forward to going back there and... Uh, and flying my trade there again. Obviously, uh, playing alongside Keenan and, and Tarson uh, over there, uh, how much does that help? Because I know the language barrier is yeah. just not easy. <laughs> yeah, I think the language thing is quite difficult, and I've always joked around about the language and 
how difficult it is to learn compared to most languages. Um, but having the other South African guys there um, helps a lot. Um, I stayed with Keenan, so we did everything together. So we were kind of struggling together and going through um, greeting people and not understanding many things together. So I think that that, that kind of helped a lot. Um, even in games uh, where sometimes I don't understand some press shapes because of the language thing kind of helps if, uh, for example, Tyson, who's been there for a year now, um, understands the language a bit more than I do. Um, and he, he kind of helps me through getting through the presses and things like that. Obviously, it, it's on the back. I mean, you played uh, at Tux, you played in province, down at province. Now, right. they're three very, very different styles of hockey. Right. Um, you know, how are you finding yourself having to adapt to that? Yeah, I think being a high-performance athlete, I think you need to kind of adapt to any kind of situation. I think it's the same in hockey. Um, as you said, I think playing a tux, playing a province, completely two different uh, structures and like and ways of playing hockey, and both of them work. Um, I don't really say, I, well, I can't really say I enjoy the one over the other. I think that a tux is more structured uh, and look to, to kind of keep the ball um, and look to manipulate teams. Um, whereas province, it's a, it's a bit more uh, attacking, um, a bit more um, 1v1 based and looking to win your 1v1s and things like that. Um, but, I, but I enjoyed both of them. Um, and also going to Paris also was quite different, uh, was quite different because there you, first of all, it's language. Secondly, it's the attitudes of or, or the French culture. So you kind of have to adapt to that first and then you kind of go into adapting into hockey. So I've had to adapt to that, but it's, I think it's the same for any other hockey player, really. Uh, absolutely. Look, um, and, and obviously you then come back to South Africa and you, you're representing the national team. And in national team, you've obviously been in some of the really, really cool achievements the team has had in recent years. Obviously, the Tokyo game against Germany, right. the, the um, Commonwealth against New Zealand, you know, yesterday, this week at Nations Cup against France. All of those are quite special things. Do you feel because of them we're starting to grow deeper and bigger belief in the SA hockey men? Yeah, exactly that. I think those performances and those results kind of motivate us to kind of uh, be better athletes and strive for even greater results. I mean, we go into any tournament now with the belief to beat any team, you know. Um, whereas in the past, I don't think it was like that. I think we kind of went into a defensive mindset in the past. And now I think we know that we have the firepower to kind of outscore any team. Um, but we still obviously in a process where we know that we are up, we are young and upcoming team. Um, but those, uh, those results and performances help us a lot. Uh, so, yeah. We, we've obviously got quite a good penalty corner arsenal. You know, we look at guys, Brown, Beauchamp, uh, Beauchamp. We look at uh, all uh, Jacques Van Tonda yeah. stepping up. Yeah. You know, good old Sarge Pibo Lombetta when he feels <laughs> like it. So it's quite, quite cool. Yeah. But, uh, you know, obviously you're one of the injectors. Is there a little bit of competition between the likes of you and, and Juju and uh, Tain to be the number one injector? I think, yeah, I think myself, Tain... Um and Bills have a bit of a competition, whereas Juju and Tyson have their own kind of competition on the <laughs> other side. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there definitely is a, like a bit of competition. And here with the guys that are here, myself, Trev, 
and uh, and Sikhle have a bit of a competition to you know kind of push each other to be very accurate with the pushes and kind of give the flickers the best chance possible to score those goals. You you started your career alongside guys like Ozzy Smith, uh, you, you know, Rassi Peters, uh, right. Tim Drummond. Right. Those guys all kind of moved on. Uh, you know, Tim is, is not formally retired or anything, but currently unavailable for concussion purposes. Right. You now have the youngsters coming through. I mean, right. we have Luke Winford this week making his debut. You've got a bunch of guys who played in the Pro League for the first time. How much pressure do those youngsters put on you? Um... Yeah, I think I was also there um, not so long ago, maybe two, three years ago. So I, I, I think they don't really put pressure on me, but I, I kind of have to be a, or act as a different role now because I've, you know, I've got the, the 35 odd caps that I have. So I have to kind of act as the, as the older guy in the team to kind of help them and kind of groom them to being um, more comfortable in the setup so that they can play their best um, hockey um, and yeah for me like I had guys like Tim Drummond who kind of helped me through that um, where times were quite difficult and you would come to my ear and you know have a good message um, to say or kind of remind me of what I can do and how good I can be um, and it like it does help a lot um, and I try to do the same things with, with the guys coming through. And, and like what would one of the, the, the simple pieces of advice to them be? I think to like I know it's a cliche, but to be themselves, I think you to go out there and 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 play, but just play at a, a like a higher tempo because international hockey is just that. I think the skills that they have will get them through the games. It's just kind of adapting to the tempo of the game, and um, so I kind of give that I kind of give them that advice to say, just go out there, be yourself, but the tempo is just going to be a bit higher. And and now playing abroad is that something you would recommend if the opportunity arises to definitely, all of them? Definitely, definitely. I think. I think I was speaking to Sikhe yesterday and I kind of told him that it's a good opportunity um, to play anywhere overseas really um, because you get to learn different things. Firstly, on the hockey field, you get to learn different presses, different defensive shapes and things like that. And you kind of grow as a hockey player, but also if you are in an environment where you by yourself and you can grow as a human, I think that's the best result. Um, that's, that's the best place to go. That's probably the best possible way to finish this uh sam thanks very much for the oh, chat thanks, uh, thank always a, always a pleasure and uh, good luck for the remainder of the tournament awesome thank you perfect and now we're joined by brad Shaw, the man who scored the goal that qualified south africa for the fih hockey world cup in india next year uh, that's a pretty cool introduction to have to your name eh, brad yeah thanks very much thanks for having me I mean, I, I know we're talking Nations Cup, but let's just quickly go back to Accra in Ghana. Uh, bumpy field, hot as heck, humid. And uh, Coach Gareth Ewan says you're taking the, the last uh, penalty, the one-on-one, -on -one, to go qualify us. Any nerves at that point? Or? Um, definitely. I would be lying <laughs> if I said I wasn't nervous at all. Um, but yeah, I've, I've trained those eight seconds um, so many times um, before I stood up there I knew exactly what I was going to do so that didn't change from the time I got the ball to to the time that the ball went in the back of the, the net I knew exactly what I was going to do and did it hit you at that point you know there will always be something that you uh, scored the goal that qualified the country definitely um, yeah obviously wouldn't have done it without the team so to get to that stage was unreal and yeah, for me to get the winner was, was definitely something very special. It was special because uh, 
post that we had the FH Pro League and it was a, a tough, tough experience. Players unavailable, you know, come go, sometimes uh, getting call up quite late. How's the experience been of, of getting your, really your first few steps into international hockey and starting to settle yourself in the role? Yeah, obviously it's it's been quite a bit of hockey and I've been fortunate enough to play all of the, the pro league um, legs. So yeah, getting my debut this year and having so much international hockey within the year already, I think has been really good for my international career and my start to, to my international career. Um, so yeah, I don't think anyone has ever got this many caps um, besides the debuts in such a short period of time either. So to play as much hockey as we, we've had and to be debutants this year, I think it's, it's really good and will put us in good stead for the future. And, I mean, did, did it ever hit you when you were playing Varsity Cup? You know, I've, I've played on the bigger stage and now you go back to, like, a Varsity Cup. I mean, obviously you still get up for it, but it's, it's quite, a, quite a, a swing of momentum, so to speak. Yeah, no, it definitely is, but you know, it's also still it's still really special playing for your varsity, and it's still a high quality um, level of hockey. And obviously, we have that extra expectation put on our shoulders, um, just coming and being national players. So there is is quite a lot of expectation on our shoulders just to perform and get results. Um, so yeah, but it was it was really cool. But it was clear to me that uh, the national players that were part of that tuck squad, you could see. They were national players. They they stood out and they led the team. And obviously, Guy Morgan alongside yourself. And, um, you, you know, you really were the reasons that the team carried forward so well. Did you did you feel it yourselves? Did you feel that, wow, we've taken a step up now? Definitely, yeah. We have we have a lot of national players in the in the team, including the SN21s. Um, but, yeah, we've also got Shishlen Tuli coaching us as well, which, which is a really a really big plus for us. Um, he's a great coach, so yeah, having the players that we do and the type of coach that Sigs is, um, yeah, I put our team in really good stead. Yeah, obviously the one thing that you uh, did miss out on this year was the Commonwealth Games. Uh, was that something you were expecting to miss out on? And if not, how do you handle the disappointment of that? Yeah, you never know. Um, you just have to be ready, I guess, um, for, for anything, um, if the call-up does come. Um, yeah, I definitely was was disappointed that I didn't make that team, but something I'm not going to carve a spilt milk about. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things that's that's how sport goes. So, yeah, I just keep working and yeah, happy to be back in the team and playing Nations Cup. Yeah, and, and playing Nations Cup, playing quite well. Uh, Tevin would have stolen the headlines with his uh, goal in the opening game against Pakistan, but it was your reverse ball uh, that picked him out. And such a good piece of, of play. You know, often uh, younger strikers will take that ball and drive into the circle looking for the shot themselves. You could see you were looking all the time uh, for, the, for the ball and, and not just going for the easy one, going for the reverse ball. Is that something you pride yourself on, the assist creation as well? Obviously, as a striker, you're measured on goals, but uh, you know, moments like that are just as special. Yeah, definitely. Um if I have a shot to take a chance in the circle and I'm, I'm in there, I'll definitely give it a go. But yeah, just in that, that play, um, Tev obviously having a great lead, it was too good not to give it to him. Yeah, it looks good on the video, the pass as well, the finish uh, as well. Uh, yeah, again, it must be exciting though to be part of the forwards. Uh, you know, South African forwards is, is what has been making the news since Tokyo. The excitement, the pace, and you know, uh, I was chatting with... Uh, 
uh, Sam earlier, and he was saying, you know, it doesn't matter how many we concede, we know we can score more. Definitely, yeah. That is, that is a really big threat that I think this team um, brings to the table. Um, yeah, we've got some really quick, um, skillful players um, up front, and yeah, playing alongside them is just, just makes my life a whole lot easier as well. Yeah, you say that. I mean, is there anybody you particularly enjoy playing on a, on a, on a field with? <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble, yeah. Um, <laughs> not, not really, yeah. It's, if I'm honest, I enjoy playing with all the guys. Um, I haven't really played a lot with Tev, but um, as you've seen in the last, our connection is there. Um, doesn't look like we haven't been playing together. Um, I've played pretty much with all of the, the guys up front. Um, I wouldn't say I have a preference of who I prefer to play with or the, a combination. Yeah. And, and although you, as you say, you're quite uh, early in your international career, um, you've got to play against a lot of different teams. Is there a team you really enjoy playing against the most? Uh, whose, whose structure or style you think suits playing against? And also, is a team you really want to get one over? Yeah, that's interesting. And as you said, I've played a lot of different teams this year already. Um, but yeah, obviously a team that's, that's definitely stood out to me was, and I enjoy their hockey as the Belgians. Um, yeah, I really enjoy how they play and just the way they move the ball around the park. Um, but yeah, a team that I want to get one over, I think the Dutch, um, obviously at the Olympics, the guys were up there as well. Um, and I thought, obviously watching from, from the TV, I thought we could have, could have snuck a, a little win there. Um, but yeah. Definitely, definitely the Dutch. Brilliant. Obviously, uh, the Irish and, and whoever remains in the semi-finals. How badly do you want to qualify for Pro League again? Yeah, listen, I think it's, it's vital that we, we get Pro League again. Um, obviously, just to have that many international fixtures again in the year just only puts us in, in a better place as, as the Isaki men's team um, playing more international hockey games throughout the year. Um, which is so crucial, I think, to just upping our, our level of hockey as a team and individually as well. Uh, absolutely. Brad, shot for joining me. Uh, good luck for the rest of the tournament and uh, we'll chat to you at the end again. Cheers. Thanks so much. And now we're chatting to the man who reached his 50 milestone and celebrated with a man of the match performance against France in a 2-1 win, getting the goal to his name, Tevin Cock. Tevin, yeah, thanks for joining me as always. Thanks for having me, Tyrone. You missed a bit of hockey after the the uh, Olympic Games, uh, injury related. Yeah. No long term repercussions. Everything hundred percent now. Yeah, everything hundred um, percent. It was just a break in a bone in my thumb. Um, obviously, went for surgery and um, was out for three months. Um, yeah, but happy to be back again. Yeah, the timing of the three months couldn't have been worse. But uh, we've seen, obviously, through uh, Commonwealth Games and, and now the FIH Nations Cup, you're back. And slowly but surely, you're now starting to find that, that top, top form that we've seen, scoring goals, making great leading runs and you know, making scoring goals that uh, immediately make a commentator's job easier for the highlight reel. Um, yeah, how, much, how much of that is down to your, your club action in Ireland right now? Sure. I, to be honest, I think a lot of it. Um, I've gotten a lot of confidence from playing there. Um, backing myself in the circle um, at training, just the leads we make and stuff like that from the coaches as well. I think that's really assisted in a big part. And, and the lifestyle for yourself in Ireland? Is it uh, conducive to your, your improved hockey? 
Yeah, I think it is. I'm actually living with my coach um, in Ireland, which is a South African, Jason. Um, so it's quite nice. Um, just train a lot, always coaching, so it's quite good. And uh, obviously playing Ireland at this tournament, any of your club mates involved? Yeah, actually there is one, uh, Sam Highland, uh, actually the captain of our club team. So quite excited to play against him tomorrow. And you also, you've played, obviously, a bunch of the players would be players that you play against. Uh, you know, does that give you a little bit of an upper hand into the insight? I think it does. I think I actually know quite a lot of what the other players do from the other clubs in Ireland. So a lot of information I can give off to the other players in our team. Yeah, so, so I mean, obviously, as I said, I alluded to at the start, you score goals that are somewhat spectacular, often with a touch or a, a, just a good move. I mean... Your goal against uh, Pakistan was a good lead and a quick thinking touch through the keeper's legs. The goal against France was just a superb run and a finish on the inside post. But you also scored an absolute bullet of a goal at the Olympic Games. I mean, that, that for me is the most memorable of the goals. Uh, any others uh, that stand out for you as well? I would say the Pakistan goal, definitely one that I think it was just instinct, um, good run, um, Good ball from Brad, and then just the touch, and lucky actually it went through the keeper's legs. <laughs> no luck in that. Perfect <laughs> skill all round. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, obviously the other thing is uh, you're, you're playing in the era where Diana Mustafa carry a lot of the attention of of the global audience. Um, do you think that's a, a, a thing that helps or hinders you? You know, because you're playing in the front line. Obviously Mustafa's dropped back more but it was the, the Kasims and Billy and Tevin and Keenan and, you know, it was easy to, you know, fall out of the, the focus, so to speak. Uh, yeah, do you think playing in those combinations is is helping elevate your game or, or at times does it challenge you? I think, to be honest, at times it's very challenging, but then also at times it, it builds me to become a better player as well and obviously to show what I can do on the field. Um, I think that's where I've gone confident in is making sure when I know what I'm good at and I can back myself in such a, certain situations. Yeah, and, and you talk about it. Do you think the move to Ireland and being outside of the, the South African focus, and you know, hockey doesn't have the same scrutiny as maybe rugby or cricket does, but outside of the South African focus has allowed you the freedom to develop your game further? Yeah, I definitely think so. I think it's made me a lot confident in how I play and just backing myself when I get on the field. And, and you're seeing it, you're, also, you're, you're looking like you're enjoying your hockey a lot right now. I think, to be honest, from my injury, um, I just realised that I actually missed playing and I think that's where I got all like the fun parts of it and just enjoy every moment I get on the field. So just whenever I get on the field, I just try and give my 100% all the time. And tell me, is it true that you stay in Cox Street in Cockstadt? I do, yes. <laughs> I definitely do. Ah, that is an amazing... I, I heard the story and I thought, no, man, somebody's just making stuff up. All right, so so <laughs> has everyone in the streets uh, started calling themselves Tevin now? Yeah, no, I don't think so, not yet. <laughs> uh, you know, you look at the remainder of the tournament, you look at your, your, your career going forward. Uh, what is the, the stance with your... your uh, club in Ireland? Is it a one-year contract? Is it a... So at the moment I'm on a working visa, so I have a two-year work permit. Um, so yeah, hopefully trying to stay there for as long as possible.
and the dream to get across to Hoftaklasa or oh, Bundesliga eventually? I think definitely something I'm looking forward to and obviously to try and get into there will be hard, but I'll give it a shout. And, and you've now played a big role in some of those big victories. We, we beat Germany, we almost beat Netherlands, we uh, beat New Zealand, um, mm. we, we've beaten France. How much does that also help for confidence, not just for you, but for the group of players that uh, nobody is too good? I think for us, like we just come out knowing that it's going to be a tough game against every opponent, but we make sure we give our all. And also we know that there are people back home that are backing us and are watching us. So we're trying to prove to them that we are trying to give everything we can. And, and speaking about that, obviously the, the really cool moment is in the game against France. You did get awarded your 50th cap as a youngster. You would have been growing up dreaming about playing for the country. You've now done it at least 50 times. Sure. I mean, does that hit home? Has that uh, sunk in yet that you've played for your country 50 times already? It has sunk in. Yesterday was actually quite emotional before the game. Um, but then also just like the sacrifices my parents have made and to have them here in the stands watching was actually quite nice as well. It's a great point you make up because obviously a lot of hockey over the past couple of years and those big results have been in front of empty stadiums. You know, we, we played at Vitz with very few people and then after that we had nothing. Yeah. We had a Namibian series and no fans. We played against Wales. It was pretty much behind closed doors. We uh, went to Tokyo, the Olympic game experience with and no, no fans. fans. Uh, and, and you weren't even allowed to tour the, the, the village. How, how significant does it make it for you and the team having fans and, and having fans like yesterday where we're against France where we heard how vociferous they were in their support. Yesterday actually when France scored their first goal it was quite quiet around the field and just looking at everyone thinking come on guys we can't let down our fans like let our fans fans down so I think that gave us a big boost. Um, also once you see how many kids and how many people are watching you know that you have to perform at your best and give your all out there on the field. And that's exactly what you are doing. It's what we are seeing as fans of the game. And uh, we can just say, please, Tevin, keep it up, keep going. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks for joining us and good luck for the rest of the tournament. Thanks for having me, Tyron. Perfect. Cheers, man. Cheers.